The following podcast has been pre-recorded for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Welcome to another episode of Mexi Mind Matters. And we are live from Bennington, Vermont. Oh, I bet you did not expect that. Yes. Coming to you live, pre-recorded for once in the blue moon because we wanted to get these ideas out of there. Mexi just got done with his virtual Boston Marathon. I actually ran it on October 9th. Why? Well, because the virtual was supposed to be done between the 9th and the 10th before the big event on October 11th. Now, Mexi decided to do it in a little park outside of the city because, quite frankly, we got to save some money, okay? Christmas is around the corner. Apparently, the supply chain is going to mean that we may have to buy some Christmas presents ahead of schedule. Hey, luckily, I already have most of them. So unlike other people, I like to plan ahead, so we're good. But anyways, uh, because of that, we're not going to stay in Boston if I'm not. I mean, I drove there, checked out the expo, checked out uh, Hopkinton, as always, paid my respects to the Mecca. But, I mean, I'm not going to sleep there for 200 300 bucks a night if i ain't running it and i don't have monday off so and i got other races to do notably one in vermont so here we are uh bennington i think has a marathon i I contemplated doing it at one point in time but anyways we're here it's right across the border from pittsfield uh massachusetts and not too far from albany new york which is where mexi will camp out for the night because we gotta go back to work on Monday even though it's Columbus Day yes the courts are closed the post office is closed the banks are closed but Mexi for some reason still has to work in the office even though it's gonna be slow as fuck drives me nuts but hey it is what it is be that as it may uh, the reason also we're here and we're going to bring the wife a little souvenir. Uh, she's always wanted some Vermont maple syrup. And last time we were here for the New England Challenge, we um, we didn't get the chance to pick out an ornament for each of the states we visited. So I'm actually bringing back a little moose ornament for Vermont. It says Vermont on it. Very nice. Mexi is a very good hubsies, okay? Anyways, uh, there's a pan- apparently a monument here. We're actually outside the parking lot of that monument. Well, outside the parking lot. It's not like it has a parking lot structure. We're basically, it's like a roundabout, low rotunda area. Um, and it's got some spots to park. Unfortunately, the elevator... It's broken, so we can't go up all the way to the monument. It kind of looks like the Washington Monument, only it's on a hill in freaking Vermont, in Bennington. 
if you ever want to check that out. It's commemorative of the Battle of 1777 that happened here in the area uh, where the American soldiers fought off the British in the American uh, Revolutionary War with help from the French. So, yeah. It's funny how they don't let you go up because the elevator's broke, but there's stairs. So, why can't you go up the stairs? More likely, you're like, oh, we don't have everybody to work the elevator and also COVID. Yeah, we're not going to do it. That's the thing, though, I do, I do like about New England is that because the majority of the people here are older, uh, 98% of the population is vaccinated everywhere we go. So, the mask mandate is basically, hey, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, which brings me to, we're going to talk about two things on today's podcast I wanted to bring up. Uh, no, we're not going to talk about, somebody asked me to talk about uh, the NBA top 10 all time uh, because everybody's put out their list again, USA Today and... Stephen A., Skip Bayless, Chris Broussard, yada, yada. Everybody's putting out their stupid lists. And I'm like, listen, I'm not even going to discuss you-know-who because, no, I'm tired. I'm tired of talking about the same thing over and over again. When you have 50-plus people per my spreadsheet that are decent basketball players and you have the most help, yeah, no, we're not going to talk about you ever again. Sorry. But... That person, for us diehard know-it-all Laker fans, he doesn't even crack the top 10 all-time best Lakers, let alone my all-time NBA list. Hell, Skip Bayless had him a 9, and that's being generous. If the current NBA players are going the way they're supposed to, I mean, KD, Steph Curry, Giannis... I mean, they're going to pass him. So, he's in my top 20, and that's being generous. Just leave it at that. So, no. Mexi wanted to discuss the uh, some differences when traveling. Especially since this is the first road trip Mexi's taken in quite some time. Uh, usually, the wife comes with or Mexi flies with his miles. Um, but because this is the first road trip we've taken in a while, and also because we took Sasha on her first road trip, she's currently at about almost at thirteen thousand miles for the year. Hey, and that's and that's having bought her in freaking March. Okay, so that's a lot of miles. Just throwing that out there. So let me start off by saying. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about some differences in um, some of these states that Mexi's visited, but also in general when taking a road trip. Uh, first and foremost, please always make sure you plan ahead, especially if you're going to go more than five hours. If you need to stop to eat, if you need to stop to pee, if you need a cooler, you don't need a cooler, is your car comfortable enough to sleep in if you have to crash at a rest area see those are the type of things you need to think about if 
you were to take a road trip, but more specifically, if you're going to run a marathon or any race on said road trip. Know how to put the cruise control on your car. Mexi finally discovered that on this race, on this trip, sorry. And also, save money. Um, have cash available for tolls. But also know the differences with certain tolls, certain easy passes. You can actually get an easy pass ahead of schedule if you want to. Hey, if you don't have a new car, you can actually rent a car. If your state is in uh, one of those states that actually lets you rent a car for cheap and you can just travel anywhere. Yeah, you don't have to tell them where to go. But yeah, I've actually contemplated doing that. Running a car out of uh, CMH Airport and then just driving and driving back. Because not my car. I don't have to clean it. So, um, but hey, one of the main differences that I, that I would like the listeners to know, heading east, so I haven't taken the turnpike in a while, and I'll take it in, in this weekend that's coming up, but uh, Massachusetts, New York, the thruway and the turnpikes, Everything's electronically. So there's no more toll workers. Less money to interact, less uh, contact, and also uh, pretty much um, quicker. So Stormtrooper Steve passed away. I actually took his cash, but I did not need it. I used it for other stuff. But yeah, that's a... That's good. Uh, what they actually do, in, at least in the, in the New York Thruway, they uh, they have these billboards where it says, call pound pound 826. So you call the number, and it's basically a uh, pre-recorded automated system that just tells you, hey, uh, thanks for calling. We'll send you a text with the link to uh, the website when you can uh, pay your tolls ahead of time. Avoid penalties. But then I tried using it. And I wasn't a big fan. I don't know what kind of penalties you're trying to enforce, but uh, you expect me to give you my credit card information and my address and the dates of where I traveled, but then you won't tell me what the tools are. So I would like I like to pay things upon knowing the price. So sorry, but I'm just gonna wait for you to take I don't know three to four months to send me the bill. Let's let's do it that way. Because I am not giving you my credit card information. Especially with all this, call the number, send the link, go on the website. No, 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 no. No. Put in your email. No, 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 no. You're not sending me emails. You're not calling me. No, no, and no. But yeah, Massachusetts just don't fuck, doesn't fuck around. They just send you the bill. I'm like, oh, okay. New England, too. So Maine, New Hampshire. Massachusetts, you can use the same Easy Pass. I don't know if it's the same one as New York. Haven't haven't figured that out yet. But hey, it is what it is. Um, I also would like to point out that casinos do know how to trick you into uh, only gambling at, in the state where you live in. Case in point, my MGM account that I finally activated, I finally discovered. That um, it doesn't cross over the states, so I activated it in Michigan. So now the 500 bucks they gave me in that account are only for 
betting in Michigan. Because even though Pennsylvania allows gambling, sports betting, when I crossed through, I tried to like place a bet. It said my account did not exist. So I'm like, oh, you want me to activate an account in Pennsylvania too? Fine. But then when I got on there, my 500 bucks was not there. I'm like, oh, well, this sucks. So now, basically, I have 200 bucks and the Vegas MGM account that I had to activate that's just in limbo sitting there to verify my ID. I have 500 in the Michigan one. And so what? Now I have to activate one per state. So I'm just going to VPN the bad boy and place my bet that way because I am not driving to Michigan every time I need to place a bet or activating five different accounts. So hopefully, Mr. Benedict, here within the next, oh, I don't know, a couple years, let's have Ohio. Why can't you just buy out the Hollywood Casino? Nobody likes the Hollywood Casino. Just buy it out, turn it into uh, MGM Westside, whatever. And then just do it that way. But yeah, so definitely know if you're going to bet online, sports betting, know which states allow it, know which casinos you go to. New York has plenty of casinos. They actually do have an MGM, but it's uh, an MGM resort. It's actually in Queens. I'm pretty sure it's new. So I'm going to check it out next time uh, when I go uh, to New York City. Didn't have time this time. St- uh, kept it to the upstate and... Uh, the um, west side, west, western uh, New York. So, um, do you know that? Also, I would like to point out that if inclement weather is an issue, some states do close the roads, especially the northern more states. For example, Mexi went to Wyoming and discovered that all those gates that have they're just sitting there on the side of the freeway. They actually do close the freeway. So you can't travel in the winter. This is probably why they have horses. Hey, a little fun fact. But yeah, I have no idea if the other turnpikes also went uh, contactless. Uh, I know the 77 turnpike through West Virginia and Virginia um, used to take coin. I don't know. I haven't taken that in a couple years. Uh, haven't been to Florida. Um, well, Florida's turnpike. I've been to Florida uh, recently, but not. Didn't have to use the turnpike, so I' pretty sure that one may be contactless too. At this point, not sure. We'll see. Hey, next time I have to cross diagonally the state of Florida, I'll let you know. But also, other things that uh, slightly different rest areas. Like I, I, I'm pretty sure I mentioned a few times that the rest areas out west are bigger and nicer. Uh, depending on the state right now and how people are taking the vaccine, the vaccine mandates, vaccines. I don't know. Vandates. I don't know what to call them. But anyways, depending on the state, like for instance, New York had actual nice rest areas, but most of them. There's about one every 10 to 30 miles on the throughway. It's just gas. They actually shut down the uh, the facilities. I'm guessing because they don't have any workers. Uh, some of them appear to be under construction. So there might be 
revamping them, I don't know exactly, but we'll see. Out West had nicer ones. Um, they also have this thing called Tech Stops, where basically they're announcing like every so often you can stop, and it's kind of like a rest area without bathrooms. You just sit there and respond to a text. Ooh. I mean, it's the throughway, people. You can put your car on cruise control and figure it out. Yeah. So, there's that. Um, Massachusetts kind of has those nice rest areas that come to the side or in the center on, on the freeways. And uh, I do enjoy the ones in New England because most of them have Dunkin' Donuts. Great. And um, they, well, they always have gas. So there's that. Now, also, I will have to say this. You got to know your geography if you're going to travel like that. FYI. North, south, east, west. Because um, they basically uh, change the directions all over the place depending on... um, which way you're facing. Just throwing that out there. Also, if you ever want to sightsee, please plan ahead. Um, and it doesn't hurt. I actually have one in the car. It does not hurt to have an actual full-blown atlas in your car because yeah your uh, your GPS will tell you where to go and yes your uh, yes your Google or maps or whatever you use will basically guide you but what if there's a reception luckily the term the Pennsylvania Turnpike and also the New York State Thruway both have pretty much Wi-Fi all the way across. So, that's nice. But, like Ohio's Turnpike, there's places where there's no reception. So, yeah. What if you get lost? So, make sure you plan accordingly. Also, the lingo. I make fun of the wife all the time with the English teams, but it's not Bournemouth. It's Bournemouth. It's not Leicester. It's Leicester. Kind of like it's Worcester, even though it's spelled Worcester. And in Massachusetts, FYI, roundabouts, not called roundabouts. They're called rotaries. Yes. It's not a rotary phone that in the middle of the road, rotaries actually the roundabout. I keep forgetting that. I'm like, oh my God, that's so ridiculous. They actually have signs say, hey, rotary coming up. I'm like, what? I'm like, oh, yeah, the roundabout. Not very round, these roundabouts. Uh, the one in, the one I'm at, what his monument is it's actually more of a square and then the one i took before that to get to the square was more like a giant uh cube size rectangle but yeah rotaries in the new england area just fyi there's all these different things that people don't know words are different certain things mean certain things in some states and other states FYI, plan accordingly, people. This is why Megsy has a podcast. 
to give you my thoughts and my knowledge, spreading my knowledge all over you. Anywho, before we move on to the next part of the podcast, let's remind everybody of our sponsors. The wife is currently getting one this weekend. Hand and massage. Use promo code MEXI save on your membership or your first week's massage. Additional person not included. Mexi goes to the one in Polaris, but you can go Blacklick, Hilliard, New Albany, Dublin, anywhere in the U.S. Promo code Mexi save on your massage. Anastol Massage, proud sponsor of the Mexi My Madness podcast. And so is the Green Tender. Go to thegreentender.com, get your juice on, use promo code MEXI, and save on your first cleanse. Greentender.com, proud sponsor of the Mixing My Madness podcast. Super Studios 253. Use promo code MEXI, save on your first class. Have Coach Super coach you to be the best version of yourself. She is actually currently pacing for Team Nike at the Chicago Marathon. The race is October 10th, so tomorrow-ish. Actually, a lot of friends I know are pacing for Team Nike, so good luck for everybody running Chicago. Also, obviously, good luck everybody running Boston on Monday. But yes, join Super Studios 253. Use promo code MEXI. Save on your first class. Super Studios 253, proud sponsor of the Mexican Matters podcast. And American National. You're traveling across the country in your car, be well protected. Give my man Rainbow a call. He will hook you up with your bundling. He is actually currently reviewing the policy. I just upped my limits. A million, a million. 25K med pay. Umbrella, extra million. Save money. Use promo code MEXI. Save on your bundling. Home, auto, life. Not, not all bundles give you the umbrella. So if you're going to bundle your home and auto make sure your insurance company gives you the umbrella if they don't have one give my man Rambo a call promo code Mexi American National proud sponsor of the Mexi My Minus podcast yeah dude's actually checking out my wife's homeowners and car insurance cause she's got Geico who bundled, bundled the house but even though it's bundled. It's not an umbrella because it's through Liberty Mutual because Geico Progressive don't have their actual own homeowners. They outsource it, motherfuckers. Did not know that back in the day. Found it out the hard way thanks to people at work. Anywho, moving on. On the second portion of the podcast, we will actually talk about it will be race related because somebody uh, at the expo asked me a question and the topic kind of came up and a lot of people that, that I ran into had different answers um, because I view the question I separate the question if that makes sense so the question itself is what race medal do you hold dearest? Give us like a top five. And I said, well, that's a tricky question because most people, I've seen people who um, go with 
you know, the biggest, the baddest, the, the baddest, the prettiest, whatever. To me, I love my race medals. I'm not going to lie. That's actually part of the reason why I run so many marathons. But my appeal is how awesome the medal looks. I hate running a marathon and then the medal sucks. Or I hate doing like a like a 5K or 10K and the medal is actually prettier than a, a matter, uh, most marathon medals I have. It annoys me. But yeah, so um, I separate the category into two. I'm not going to talk about the la- the second category because I actually, believe it or not, don't stare at them hanging out on the wall. I mean, I stare at the overall metal rack when it's hanging because kind of nostalgic. Oh, look how awesome I, uh, awesome I am. But uh, currently, I'm revamping my metal racks and reorganizing my metals. So... I don't physically stare at the medals themselves one on one on one, if that makes sense. But um, the second category that I'm not going to talk about until I actually look at all my medals is the how awesome the medal looks. The prettier the medal, the prettiest medals I have. That's one part of it. That's part B of the question to me. It's a totally separate category. So, maybe maybe one day we'll do a podcast on previous medals I have. Now, by those standards, and this goes with what more people, most people were saying at the expo, the Boston Marathon medal is not the prettiest they have. Well, yeah, even I will agree to that. I know for sure the prettiest I have is Little Rock. The Little, the Little Rock Marathon, if you've never done it, add it to your bucket list. I actually did it. And that's how I ended up doing Arkansas twice. Because it is huge. It is very big. I did it the year they did, like, uh, they always do a different theme. So I did it the year, actually, pre-pandemic, like March 2020. Um, They did it uh, 80s themed. And it is glorious. It is by far... The biggest and heaviest metal I have. So that's definitely the prettiest. Now, top five, like I said, tune in for a different podcast a different day. But to me, that's separate from the most meaningful metal and awesome metal in that sense. The most meaningful, the most prestigious, the best metal I have. So when you tell me which medal do I hold dearest, the unicorn, the Boston medal, hands down, I'm about to get two. So that doesn't mean both of them. Obviously, the one I did live versus the one virtual will be the dearest one I have. But that got me thinking, what's my top five? Well, um, if we're talking about prestige, honor, and effort, and actual, like, how important the race is. I don't understand how your how your uh, majors are not in there. Now, of course, there's six majors. So if you come from top five, 
kind of limits it right there. I mean, if, if this was top 10, I mean, all six of my majors are in there. Maybe. I might have to... Well, maybe not. I don't know. We'll have to think about that one. But at least top five, Boston's in there, number one, hands down. My Ironman medal for Maryland, that's that's top five. Um, my six stars medal, that's the one you get for actually finishing all major marathons. So that's definitely up there. My second Chicago marathon medal, so... Chicago 2017 just because that was the one that I actually finished myself all, all six majors and New York because that 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 2014 New York uh, New York City Marathon medal that was that was rough my car got towed um, it was expensive. And uh, the weather, it was cold as fuck and windy. Oh, man. But the crowd, man, you can't beat New York City. Actually, now that I think about it, if you throw in, that's five right there. If you throw in Berlin, Tokyo, London, that puts it at eight. My uh, 1,000 miles in a year medal. That was the year I did a thousand miles, and I thought that was hard back then. That was, I think, that was also 2017. Um, but now, I mean, shit, 2020, 54 marathons. That's like 14, 1400 miles. Uh, this year, if I finish all my races that I have left, that I've actually finally paid for all of them, and all my races are paid through next April. So, I mean, that's. 60 plus races of which 54 of them I think are marathons uh, and then I got like 6 ultras and 10 halves are in there yeah that's almost 2,000 miles a year yeah that's that, that's insane so yeah I actually so yeah so that put like like I said if, now that I think about it top 10 medals you just add Tokyo, Berlin, London, a thousand miles, and then um, well, the uh, hmm, that's actually kind of hard for my number ten. Um, probably the Dopey Challenge medal. That was just because that was the first time I was doing four races in four days. Yeah, it's a five, ten, half, and full, but. I was going to say my Seattle Quadzilla medal, but it's it just... Oh, wait. Almost forgot. How could I be so ridiculous? No. The Seattle Quadzilla medal, obviously, I would say it would hold more value because of the four and four days. But then it's just it's just too flimsy that... That's the thing I don't like about Steve's races is like the, the awards are like flimsy. I almost forgot. Number 10, hands out, has to be my New England Challenge medal. The one for getting the big golden one for doing all six races. Almost forgot. How could I forget? I just did it this year. That's my top 10. Specifically in that order. Top 10 most uh, dearest medals that I hold. But number one, definitely Boston. 
So, there's a list right there. I actually realized that this fall, this next couple months, pretty big deal because I'll be... I just finished uh, my fourth time titanium with the Wyoming race I did over my birthday. Still got to order that jacket. Well, actually, no. I, I I take it back. I have the jackets. I just have to embroider them. Get that done. So there's that. Um. But yeah, I coming up. I'll be. Um, I think at the Garmin Marathon in Kansas City, I will. Well, Kansas City. Mahomes country, but it's a, it's a little bit outside. It's all off Kansas, Garmin headquarters. I think that's where I will reach titanium times five, which is insane. And then I believe the race right after that is my well. Actually, it's in December. It's not right after. It's like the month after, like December, uh, the weekend of December 4th and 5th. Mexi has a race, a marathon in D.C. That would be officially, because that's actually D.C., having done all 50 states and D.C. for a second round. So, yeah, that's a, that's a, big, that's a big deal. Um... So that's giving me an award. Um, I think I get a certificate too. And also, that's that's a, like a second title belt. I might get a red one. So got to order all that stuff. That's insane. A lot of awards for Mexi. Might, might do another 50-state tour. We don't know. And then, uh, let's see. Oh, and the last race of the year, I almost forgot, the uh, Dallas Ultra. That will officially make me double agent. Uh, Double agent Everest, a.k.a. Titanium Sun. 30 halves and 30 marathons, each one in a different state, country, or province. Yeah. Why not? I mean, 60 of the races, I mean, they're all more than a half distance, but uh, a a marathon is basically two halves. And I actually did some halves. So I'm just counting them as as halves. Why not? Because I already got the others. That's the thing. Nobody's been able to clarify that answer, and I don't have the phone numbers of the three stooges, the main maniacs, one, two, and three, of which one hates me and is a dick, and the other one cheats, and Steve. I mean, I don't have his number, so I've actually never met the other two. I've only met the cheater. 
at when I did Boston 2017. So yeah, so I have no idea what the answer, full answer is. And everybody asked, they're like, well, maybe, maybe not. Because if the criteria is, if you get to titanium three different ways, 52 marathons, doesn't matter where they are, in a year, 20 marathons, each one a different country though, in a year, or 30 marathons, each one a different state, province, country, in a year, and you run X amount of races, but having done all those races, you meet two of those criteria, how's that not twice titanium? I'm just saying. Because why wouldn't the same race count for both lists? Well, you can't do that, Mike. Well, why not? Why, why can't one race count twice? I mean, that would be like me saying, um, I'm Mexican. That makes me a citizen of North America, but also it makes me a citizen of Latin America and America as a whole. So my, my one citizenship in that sense counts three times. How's that, how's that not valid? Nobody's been able to answer that. So, and since I like to do me, I'm counting it. With that being said, ah, this at least last year's been great. But uh, next year will be my 10th year of actually running marathons. And like I said, I already booked up all my races and paid for uh, all the ones up until April. So, where everything goes according to plan, Columbus Marathon 2022 will be my 200th marathon. It's another title belt. I don't know what color we're going to go if I'm already using red. I might go gold or yellow because the other one was purple for the 100th. This one would be 200. Makes sense. And then the first round of 50 states was green. This one will be red. Four belts for Mexi. Anyways, well, that's all for the podcast. Uh, we might do a special this weekend from the road. We might not. We might have it already pre-recorded. We don't know. Uh, we're hitting up West Virginia, Virginia, New Jersey, and Delaware. So, uh, stay tuned. And as always, all the episodes are on SoundClouds and iTunes. Hit us up on there. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Let us know what you think. Hit us up on social media. Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube. You know the deal. And as always, remember people, whether it's a Mexican, there's a way. Until next time.